Okay. I hope there's not bad static. Um, for some reason it sounds okay. Hopefully it's good now. We're starting a new chapter. Chapter thirty nine. Chapter thirty nine is a direct continuation of chapter thirty eight, meaning the final concept in thirty eight is the building block of thirty nine. At the end of thirty eight we were talking about serving Hashem, serving God with the intention, with the kavana of the animal. The level, not of inanimate, not of vegetation, but not of man, of animal. And what do we say with animal? Animal is serving God with the instinctive love and fear that every one of us has. It's embedded in our soul. We use our mind to bring it out, but we're not creating it. We're not using our intellect to that degree. We're not making a choice about it. This is the instinct of the Jew. So in my animal, instinctive, godly mode, I'm serving God with intention. My mind and my heart are involved, but the intention of the animal. Now in chapter 39, we say, you know what? This is what the angels do. Because the angels are called Chayot HaKodesh. The angels, and there's various quotes here, connecting the angels to animals. Why? Because angels don't have free choice. Angels love God and they fear God naturally, instinctively, like the animals. Now, why are we talking about angels? We're talking about angels to bring out our superiority over the angels because we have the ability to connect to God with choice, with creation, with articulation, with our mind. We can do all these things angels can't. Angels are owned him. As they're created, they're stationary. That's what they are. We're moving. We're growing. As the Rebbe says here that the great tzaddikim, the great saints, they're much higher than the angels because the Gan Eden, the repository for souls, the heaven, if you will, of the great saints, of tzaddikim, is in the world of Bria, which is the world of intellect, for they're using their intellect to connect to God. Most angels never make it to Bria. Most angels are in a lower world, in the world of Yitzira, which is a world dominated by emotion, instinctive emotion, because an angel's service of God is with instinctive emotion. So here we think, oh, like, what a perfect angel. And the Rebbe says, hello, you give God far greater pleasure than a perfect angel. Even if you and the angel are doing the same thing, you give God greater pleasure. Because if you serve God with that animal-like instinctive relationship and the angel does the exact same thing, what you're doing is far harder. You have to overcome all the temptations of this world. You have to pull it out of yourself. You have to overcome your own personal barriers. The angel is just on automatic. So if you and angel were serving God with the exact same animal-like intention, your service is far superior and far more precious to God than an angel. Never mind that you can actually go totally beyond the angel because you can create. And an angel can't. So this is a tremendous, tremendous advantage we have here. A tremendous quality that we have here over the angels, which is an amazing thing to think of in terms of our ability. Then the Rebbe goes on. I mean, there's, there's a lot of details here, but they're all basically developing this point, how Bria 
in other words, each of the four spiritual worlds, Silas, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, they each have a dominancy. Atzilus is Eitzel, its dominancy is Chachma. It's a sense of complete nullification to God. There isn't a specifically designated Gan Eden, heaven on Atzilus, because it's too high for that. It's too high to have something as structured and definitive as a Gan Eden. But very, very high souls, as we'll discuss, are found in Atzilus. The next world is Bria, which is a world where the dominancy is Bina, is intellect. And there, there is a Gan Eden, a heaven, a repository of souls for those souls that serve God by using their mind to create a love and fear, what we call an intellectual love and fear, not intellectual love and fear like it's not really emotion, it's cold, but meaning this is so precious to God because you use your mind and through the mind created something new. And souls that serve God that way are in Bria, and those are generally tzaddikim, very, very saintly, godly people. And then there's a Gan Eden, there's a repository of souls on Yitzira, where the dominancy in Yitzira is emotions. And since the dominancy is emotions, it's for people that serve God with an emotional passion, using our natural love and fear, as do the angels. And in Asiya, the dominancy is malchus, which is action, which is lower than either of the two Gan Edens that we think of normatively. Now, the Rebbe explains when we're talking about the Sadiqim, these very, very, very saintly people, actually, they have their souls are actually on both levels of Gan Eden, meaning when we think of a soul as like this one unit thing, but really a soul has levels, and, and the levels can actually be in separate locations, so to speak, because, because space is a coordinate that doesn't affect something spiritual, like a soul. In other words, space and time our coordinates of our physical world. So therefore, the different levels of soul of the tzaddik can actually be in different places. The lowest level is nefesh, the action orientation. For a tzaddik, for a perfect saint, his nefesh stays in his body, which is why we know that the bodies of tzaddikim, of saintly, godly people, never rot, because their soul's still in their body. And that's why there's many different things recorded in the Midrash and in the Talmud and in the Kabbalistic sources of people speaking with Sadiqim after they passed away. And, and speaking with people, you know, from the grave. And they're talking back because they're so still in the body. The Nefesh. The Ruach, which is the emotional level of soul, the Ruach of the Sadiq is in what we call the lower Gan Eden. The Gan Eden of Yitzira, because that's the world of emotion. The neshama of the tzaddik, which, which is the general place of all, most Jewish souls are in the lower Gan Eden because they serve God with an emotional orientation. The neshama, the neshama is the intellectual aspect of soul. The neshama of the tzaddik is in Bria, is in this higher Gan Eden. But all souls, 
experience elevations. There's like a conduit from Gan Eden to Gan Eden. And we're just here creating very broad strokes. Gan Eden of Yetzira, Gan Eden of Bria, Gan Eden of the world of emotion, Gan Eden of the world of intellect. There's really many, 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 many levels. But there's conduits between them. Every Shabbos, every Rosh Chodesh, all the souls ascend. So all the souls that are in the Gan Eden of the world of Yetzira, because they serve God primarily with their instinctive Jewish emotional love and fear, and therefore they're in the Gan Eden, the lower Gan Eden, the Gan Eden of Yitzira, they ascend on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh to the upper Gan Eden, to the Gan Eden of Ria, to the Gan Eden of intellect, which means they have a much greater pleasure because the pleasure we have is as far how much we can understand, how much we can grasp. So how much you can grasp of the infinity of God is going to, of course, depend on you and what you did in this world. It also depends on where you are. Because if you're in the world of emotion, where the intellect is not shining as much, so your ability to grasp is also more limited. But if you're in the world of Rhea, where the intellect is shining, godly intellect is shining, so therefore that opens up for you the ability to have a far greater intellectual grasp and therefore pleasure, a geschmack, a tainug, a pleasure in the godliness because you can understand so much more. So there you, therefore you can appreciate so much more. There you, therefore you can have such a greater pleasure. So the rabbi is saying, so wait a minute. Here we have regular souls, the regular Jews, the Jews served God all their life, but not saints. They didn't serve God with the kavana, with the intent of a man. They didn't serve God using their mind to create a love. They served God with Jewish love and fear, the instinct of a Jew, animal-like intent, just as does the angels. So the angels are never going to make it higher than Yitzhira because they're angels and they serve God with emotion, so they're stuck forever, so to speak, in the world of emotion. But these souls that serve God also just with Jewish emotion, the instinctive Jewish love and fear of God, they're going higher. Every Shabbos and every Rosh Chodesh, they go up to the world of Bria. And they have such a greater understanding and such a greater pleasure. So why, so for the tzaddik, for the saint, we understand. He truly served God with a man-like intention. And therefore, he merits to go higher than the angel. But why is this regular Jew who didn't serve God seemingly any higher than any of the angels, why is he going higher on every Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh? I assume a Yantif as well, but the Rebbe here writes Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh. So the Rebbe says, for a few reasons. First of all, the main thing here, even though they do have natural instinctive love and fear, but to express it, they have to crush the evil. They have to crush the instincts of their body. They have to overcome their passions. They have to break their desires to keep from doing the wrong and to do the right. Angels don't have to do any of that. Humans have choice. Angels don't have choice. Humans have choice. They could have chosen the wrong. And these good, maybe Maybe simple, but good, solid Jews 
that live their lives serving God and choosing the right and not the wrong, choosing to crush evil, they gave God such an elevation. Remember, we learned this before, a long time ago, in chapter 27, that every time we're tempted by evil and crush it, this elevates the glory of God like nothing else. This is the enormous elevation that only because we're tempted by evil and we crush it can we give God this ascension. An angel can't do that. So even though we can say, well, you're serving God just like an angel, so you should have the same reward as the angel. Why are you going so much higher? My light is a light coming from darkness. I live in a world of darkness. I'm in a body of darkness. I'm in an animal soul of darkness. So I'm not man-like maybe. I'm not using my mind to create. But I am making choices here. I'm choosing good over evil. An angel never has that choice. The angel's reality is only good. And he has no choice in it. That's his program that way. So therefore, every single simple, regular, good Jew is doing something for God that no angel ever can do. Then the Rebbe said that actually what we've been discussing until now from the beginning of the chapter is the stature of the soul. Meaning after a person passes away, where does their soul go? But the Torah and Avaida, the godliness this Jew created, all of his Torah study, all of the mitzvahs he did his entire life, they're not in repositories. They're not in Ganedes. They're literally one with the core godliness of the world. They're fused, which means ultimately they're fused with God himself. Because the core godliness of any world, in turn, connects to the core godliness of the higher world. In turn, connects to the core godliness of the higher world, going all the way back to God himself. So in other words, if a person, however high you serve God, with whatever intent you serve God, that's where your Torah mitzvahs go. So you serve God, you're a simple, regular Jew, you serve God with the intention of an animal, basic Jewish love and fear. So you, your soul, after the person passes away, is in the Gan Eden of Yitzhira, and your Torah mitzvahs are in Yitzhira, but not in the Gan Eden, in the core godliness of Yitzhira. But within the core godliness of Yitzhira is the core godliness of Bria. Within the core godliness of Bria is the core godliness of Yitzhira. Within that is the Ein Sof Baruch, who is the limitlessness of God himself. So therefore, every single thing you did, every piece of Torah you ever learned, every mitzvah you ever did, is actually completely fused with the infinity of God himself. Which is not where the souls are. The souls are in chambers. Chamber in Bria. Chamber in Yitzhira. The souls are basking in the divine glow of all the good they did in their life. They're basking in the light from the infinity of God himself. But they're not one with God himself. But your Torah and your Mitzvah are. That was the Tanya of today. Any questions? Okay. Mrs. Turin? Yes? I want to thank you for having this class. Um, I can only speak for myself, but I, Baruch Hashem, you've really done a lot of helping me to do a lot of tshuva, and I thank you very much for being so um, assertive in trying to achieve 
making this class every single day. You know, it's a big bracha. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you.